Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. All right. How about that? The sun is out. Sue Thomas reporting on sunshine slowdowns this morning. Although it's chilly outside, pitchers and catchers report today. I think the, the combination of those two things should cheer you up, right? And, and before we know it, it's, it's we're going to be seeing baseball again, playing baseball again. Watching baseball again. It's gonna be gonna be great. Give us something to distract us from all this noise that's going on all over the place. And really, you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm just waiting for March Madness. And then I'll fully <laughs> Not be after able to this week. Then, oh no, 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 no. Then I'll fully be able to concentrate on on baseball, Carl. That's all. Oh. I mean, Kansas <laughs> lost yesterday. Kansas Kansas didn't just lose yesterday. They lost by like twenty eight points or yeah. something to a to an unranked team. So that that gives me reason for hope because my team has been sucking it up lately. Your team's dropped to the teens. I I know that. That's okay, but I think they're just getting they're just getting primed for uh they're just getting primed for for uh, a first round uh, exit. No, for no, 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 for a deep run into March Madness, oh, Carl. Oh, Shame that's on what you. you meant. I was I was at the uh where was I? Where was I yesterday? Well, I, was, I was somewhere and I ran into oh I was at the grocery store. Guy walks up to me and he goes, What's going on with our Kentucky Wildcats? I said, Sir, I wish I had an answer for that. I just don't. So clearly here's me lamenting it on here on the radio sometimes. But you know, nobody's having a great season. Slu, Mizzou, we're all struggling right now. So off we go. Hey, lots to get to. We're going to get to Bill Eigel up next, state senator, obviously candidate for governor as well. I want to talk, though, today about what's going on uh, down in uh, in uh, Jeff City because the Democrats threatened to filibuster yesterday, or they did filibuster, and now, once again, initiative petition reform has been blocked, and they're not doing anything with it. So I don't know where that goes. We'll find out. We'll get more from Bill. Bottom of the hour, uh, Tony Bobolinsky goes before the Oversight Committee behind closed doors today and in the in the Biden uh, corruption case. And I can't wait to hear a few details of that. I'm sure some will leak out before the day is over. First things first, though, uh, let's get to uh, our shortlist, Carl, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. Let me start by welcoming His Majesty, the King of Jordan. He's been a good friend. Abdul, welcome back to the White House, man. And by the way, Barack's looking at you in the corner over there. Anybody have any idea why Joe Biden is seeing an imaginary Barack Obama in the corner of the room as he talks to the King of Jordan? I don't either. 
I think that you need to know that I am going to be President Trump, but you should ask him if it'll be difficult for him to support me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what she's uh, drinking or smoking, but we should all get some, don't you think? Uh, I, I do, because that is Nikki Haley saying that she still believes for some reason that she's going to win this race. We do have reports she used multiple aliases, including Jeffrey Escalante. So she has utilized both male and female names. Uh, yeah, we're talking about the shooter down in Texas. We're now getting a few more details on all of this, and it is uh, not at all what the media was hoping for. IP reform to protect the Missouri Constitution is very, very important uh, to this state. It's important to, that our elections aren't bought by uh, special out-of-state interest. They yeah, that that is uh, Senator Denny Hoskins speaking out yesterday down in the Missouri Senate. I mentioned we'll get to Bill Igel here coming up in a couple of minutes. But, uh, you know, it is um, interesting to watch the debate that's happening uh, down there. And that's why I wanted to get Bill on to talk about it. I think we had Denny Hoskins on last week as well. Remember, I, I covered the story. I went to Jeff City when they had the big rally. They got concessions from Senate leadership promising to let it get to the floor, to get to a vote. But did they really? Did they really? I mean, that's the question I'm going to ask Bill this morning, because big promises were made, maybe with the understanding that once it got close to a vote, the Democrats would filibuster it, and then leadership would have its excuse not to bring it up for a vote. I don't know. I'm not sure what all is going on, but it is concerning no matter how you slice it. Uh, another thing I'm going to bring up today, there's there's a, some new polling out, and I hope to talk to Bill Eigel about this as well. Now, here's what you always have to be careful about, and it's, it's what I'm cautious about uh, whenever uh, you get polling in the middle of a of a um, uh, an election season. Is it a is it a push poll? Is it is it a, a poll that was done because the company that commissioned the poll is working for one candidate or another? And and I'll just tell you up front, I don't know the answer to that question when I tell you these poll results. This is a poll from ARW strategies right they went out and they they um, they talked to 611 respondents in Missouri February 5th to the 7th they talked to the 88 percent of them said they are either definitely going to vote and another 10 percent said they're probably going to vote so 98 percent of these people plan to vote they're all planning to vote in the Republican primary the question was uh, about favorability of all three candidates. That would be Kehoe, Igel, Ashcroft. And then this question. If the Republican primary election for governor was held today and the candidates were Jay Ashcroft, Bill Igel, and Mike Kehoe, who would you vote for? Uh, Jay Ashcroft uh, won this, is leading in this polling right now with 35% of the vote, almost 36 according to this one, and surprisingly tied for second place are Bill Igel and Mike Kehoe. So the lieutenant governor, Mike Kehoe, is at 13 percent, and Bill Igel is at 13 percent. Thirty-eight percent of the people in this poll are still undecided. So um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, for— 
just directly off the bat, I don't think anybody's surprised Jay Ashcroft has a lot of name recognition in Missouri. To see him leading at, at this point in the race doesn't surprise me. There haven't been a lot of ads running. I think I've seen a few Kehoe billboards. Um, it, it's not been heavily hit with ads yet. Jay Ashcroft's ahead. If I'm the Kehoe camp, uh, and this poll is accurate, I'm a little concerned here because he's so far behind with already st- a statewide office holder. Um, and Bill Eigel, who, who's been seen as like the the uh, third candidate in this race, right? Because one is lieutenant governor, one's a secretary of state. Bill is a state senator. He doesn't have as much. He's never He's never been in a statewide election before, and yet he's tied in this poll with the lieutenant governor. That's that's got to be uh, good news, I would think, for the uh, for the Eigel camp. Just looking at it and talking here off the top of my head. But that is from ARW Strategies. They did the polling. I don't know that much about them, uh, but I thought I would uh, report that to you this morning because that seems to be uh, hot off the press here. All right, good. Coming up, we'll get Bill Eigel on the phone. We'll see what he thinks about it. And then at the bottom of the hour, David Spun is going to join us live from Washington D.C., where Tony Bobolinsky. Uh, former business partners with with uh, apparently Joe and Hunter Biden is going to take the stand behind closed doors today in a deposition. We'll get to that about 835. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. IP reform to protect the Missouri Constitution is very, very important. Uh, to this state. It's important that our elections aren't bought by uh, special out-of-state interest. They want to go to IP because that's their number one priority, taking, you know, Missourians' voice away at the ballot box. We want to go to child care tax credits, simply put. Yeah, uh, the first person you heard there was Denny Hoskins, the senator, uh, clearly upset after what happened in the Senate yesterday on IP reform. The second one was uh, Senator Rizzo, the Democrat, who is very happy to see IP reform go away because they don't want it. They 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 want to keep the weak system that we have so they can uh, use out-of-state money to buy any issue they want into the Constitution. Anyway, this is uh, not what was supposed to happen this week. We've got Missouri Senator Bill Eigel on the phone this morning. Bill, welcome back. Good morning, Mark. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you're uh, d- explain to me what went down yesterday. Uh, the Democrats filibustered, and instead of going to a previous question, the Senate just gave up. So, so first of all, uh, you you just said magical words right there, Mark, and that is the Democrats filibustered. First of all, just having the Democrats filibuster tells us that whatever it is we were doing. 
we were right over target. Uh, and as you mentioned, the initiative petition reform bill, which got its first day on the floor yesterday, uh, had about six hours of debate. I think there were a lot of Republicans that were prepared to go overnight, uh, push the Democrats as long as it took to uh, to get this bill done. That didn't happen. The bill got laid over. Uh, I, I, as I understand it, we're going to go right back to it today. And I believe that we're going to stay on it today until we get a perfection vote and it moves to the next step of the process. So uh, I, I'm kind of like kind of like Senator Hoskins. I was disappointed, too. I had I had I had brought in all my stuff. I was ready to stay here all night. I was disappointed we didn't go overnight. I'm willing to hold fire if we're going to get it done today. I, I'm optimistic we're going to get it done today. I know that there are, there is some thought process out there that I think that some of the Democratic senators want to go to the Chiefs parade yeah. that's supposed to happen tomorrow. Well, I tell you what, we're going to have to get this bill done first. And if we get this bill done first, I'm so happy to go to the Chiefs parade and congratulate them. But I can't imagine anybody's going to want to leave Jefferson City with this work unfinished. I, I don't know, Bill. I mean, I guess the big question in my mind is, do Caleb Rowden and Cindy O'Laughlin want to go to the Chiefs uh, parade? So if, well, we're going to find out. <laughs> uh, I, I think if we leave this city, if we leave Jefferson City with that bill not complete and folks start heading to things like Super Bowl parades uh, without this bill being done, uh, you know, Senator O'Laughlin, Senator Rowden have already sustained a tremendous uh, rebuke and pushback from the people of this state over how they have handled the Senate uh, this year. I don't know that they can sustain uh, the, the, the image of senators going home to be a part of a parade when we have something as important as initiative petition reform that's got to get done. So uh, I, you know, we'll see how it unfolds today. I will say that we weren't supposed to go until one o'clock today, and to, to, to increase the amount of time we have, uh, Senator O'Laughlin is having us come in at ten o'clock to start session, so we can get rolling on this. Uh, and there's no question, I was ready to stay overnight. Uh, that didn't happen, so my I'm looking forward to getting this done. And if we get this done today, hopefully we get this done today, and we can all go to that parade tomorrow. But until it's until it's done, I just. Uh, I, I expect to stay here until the work is finished. Do, would you support? Is it? Is it? Do I just not understand the system well enough? Would you support them going to the previous question just to get a vote on this? Yeah. Do, do you think Caleb Brown will do it? Uh, well, so that's <laughs> that's I can't speak for him, but I can only tell you uh, this is something yeah. that is important enough to protect our constitution that I, I would sign uh, the previous question today uh, if it were circulated. Uh, in fact, I think that. If we don't get something done today uh, and something unexpected happens and we don't uh, stay committed like I'm hoping that we will, I, I think that the conversation begins to shift towards uh, the possibility of something like that occurring. And uh, I, I've been very clear. The Freedom Caucus has been very clear. Clearly, we are prepared to do whatever it takes to get this bill over the finish line. I mean, yeah. we've already but made some sacrifices, uh, but the, the question is going to be for those Republicans in the center of our caucus and, the, you know, for some of the Republicans that are on the left side of our caucus, you know, where are they going to be? And, and they're going to get a lot of angry phone calls, I expect, uh, if they try to, you know, go to a, a Chiefs Super Bowl parade, not taking anything away from the Chiefs. We're all excited about that. But we've got some work to do here in Jefferson City. I expect us not to leave. Yeah, Bill, before I run out of time, let me get your reaction to that poll uh, this morning from ARW Strategies. Shows uh, mm -hmm. shows Jay Ashcroft with the lead. Also shows you tied dead even with the Lieutenant Governor Kehoe. Yeah, so uh, I, I I just looked at this five minutes ago. Just got this, but I'll tell you what, 
Uh, that's the highest score I've ever had. You know, we're, for us to be in the mid-teens right now, nobody expected that without spending any money that my message would be so good that we would have gone from 1% where we started to 13 14% where we're in the polls right now. We're even with the sitting lieutenant governor of the state. I think that's a real credit to the message that, that I've put out in the campaign and a real indictment of the message coming from the lieutenant governor. And as far as our secretary of state, he continues to slip. You know, we actually had him in the 40s. Uh, back in October, and now he's dropped almost another 10 points from there. So I think as folks get to know the candidates, amongst, amongst according to this poll, amongst folks that know all three candidates, uh, we're do, I'm doing very well. So I, I think our message will continue to spread. This is our, our best polling numbers to date, and I'll expect it to get better from here. So, uh, you know, my initial knee-jerk takeaway is I'm pretty pleased with those numbers. All right, Bill Igel, uh, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Mark. Have a great day. We'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Talk again soon. Senator Bill Eigel and obviously candidate for Missouri governor as well. They're responding to those uh, new poll numbers that are out this morning. All right. uh, Coming up, David Spun is going to join me from Washington, D.C. about the oversight committee hearing with Tony Bobolinsky today. It's going to be behind closed doors. We'll see what David's expecting coming up. I'm making the statement to set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family. Vice President Biden, his brother Jim Biden, and his son Hunter Biden in dealings with the Chinese. I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have firsthand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden. That's Tony Bobolinsky back in October of 2020, and he's going to be up on Capitol Hill again today. David Spunt, reporter with Fox News, is up there as well. And David, uh, what are we expecting? Good morning. Hey, good morning. Yeah, we're expecting a lengthy interview today uh, with Tony Bobolinsky, former Hunter Biden business associate, and Republicans and Democrats from both the Oversight and Judiciary Committees. Uh, This is going to be behind closed doors, uh, not public. It will be transcribed later. Uh, This is just another interview in the Republicans' impeachment inquiry or impeachment investigation into President Biden. And we expect this to go about eight hours today, so it's going to be pretty lengthy. And at some point uh, in the next few days, a transcript will be released. Yeah, just Bobolinsky for eight hours? Well, we think, you know, they say eight hours. That could probably be the max amount of time. But we've seen other witnesses go for um, a long time as well for this impeachment inquiry. And it's not eight hours straight. They take breaks here and there. They'll maybe break an hour or so for lunch. But they expect this to be a full day today, no question. Yeah, I'm I'm a little surprised that they haven't gotten him up there before. I mean, I felt that he would be one of the harder witnesses to impeach because he came out before the election. I mean, he was the only one who really came out before the election and tried to to tell people about this problem. And it was, I'll tell you, David, other than Fox News, it was ignored by the mainstream media. Yeah, you know, there's no telling why it took so long to get him in. We've asked, uh, you know, for months why he did not come in earlier. I guess ultimately um, we never got a straight answer why not. They said they were working out the schedule, and it turns out that uh, he's here today, and, and those leading the impeachment investigation believe that, you know, he's here, so it doesn't matter when he's here. And, you know, this turns out to be about a week before Jim Biden, the president's brother, whom Tony Bobolinsky says that uh, he discussed business with, will actually be here on Capitol Hill. Jim Biden's going to be here next week. And then following that, uh, the crescendo to this big investigation, Hunter Biden is going to be here on Capitol Hill 
um, to sit down for a transcribed interview. Expect that to definitely take uh, a full day, and uh, that will be a behind-the-scenes transcribed interview as well. And, uh, you know, it's it's been busy here the past few months, no doubt. I'll bet. And, and has James Comer given any indication of when he hopes to wrap this up? Because, I mean, we're, we're getting down to – we're five months out from – from the uh, you know the the conventions, correct. Yeah, no, we haven't gotten a, a straight answer on when he's going to wrap it up. Uh, you know, he says that they're still continuing their investigation. However, attorneys and those who are in the know and have followed these things over the past always note that you typically bring in your big witness uh, at the end. I mean, that's usually the time uh, when you when you bring in your big witness. So that happens to be. Kind of the time when they uh, when they believe that uh, they'll probably uh, probably have somebody in. So that's that's usually what they do is they'll bring them in um, at the end, meeting Hunter Biden, and then you know they'll potentially move forward after that. Yeah, uh, you know, David, I have to tell you, it's a small world uh, uh, because I, I see that you attended Miami University. Yes, I did. I I am a graduate of of Mother Miami. I just have to tell you that. Oh, wonderful. It's a great school. Dr. Shriver, Philip Shriver, good man. Exactly, exactly. And I I love it. No kidding, no kidding. All right. Hey, David, thanks for giving me some time this morning. I appreciate that. Hey, my pleasure. Take care. Yep, take take care of yourself. Man, man, the the Miami, do you understand the number of Miami University? connections you have from where you went to school? but, But no, I'm just saying the number of Miami University people uh, who who are um, at Fox News? Well, yeah. I mean, I I I can't believe it. Uh, I really can't. Uh, Bill, uh, the, their midday host is is from Bill there. Hammer. Hammer. And um, what's his name? Who who we have on all the time up on their Capitol Hill correspondent? Ryan Schmelz. No, no, no. Why is his name escaping me? You know who I'm talking about. I do know who, who you're talking who about. Reports from the Chad Pergram. Yeah, Chad Pergram and and Bill Hemmer and now David Spunt. There you go. How about that? Everybody talks about Miami uh, to Miami University, and they can't. They don't know if it's in Florida or Ohio. Miami University of Ohio. <laughs> right. I'm like, why do they have to say that? We were there first. Um, anyway, I'm just kidding you. I uh, did. And there you go. I did all this talk about Mizzou's journalism school. And look at all those people right there. From Miami. Mark, if it wasn't from a zoo's journalism <laughs> school, you would be a single man. I know. I know that. I get reminded of that uh, that all the time, <laughs> Carl. Thank you. Uh, yeah. My wife's a very proud graduate of the of the journalism school down in Mizzou and used to refer to anybody on the TV track as theater majors, as I remember that uh, correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. By the way, in case you were wondering, uh, uh, Kim St. Ange is out uh, sick again today, but I understand uh, that she is feeling better and is going to be back in with us uh, tomorrow. So that's a, that's good news. We'll be glad to have her back. And um, I am off on uh, Friday, so she will be uh, sitting Hosting. over here in the big chair. Uh, so she better be getting and plenty of And she actually does sit over there, too, by the she, way. She, she moves down, she the, does. down the desk to this position. She wants the bad lighting that you have <laughs> on her. It's the backlighting, Carl. That's yes. not my fault. There's a window behind me over here. I know. I, I tried to turn the brighter light on here for people that actually watch us on on the Facebook feed, uh, so they can so they can see. But you know, generally speaking, nobody wants to look at me. That, they want to look at Kim. They they'd much rather look at Kim than you or me. So it it doesn't doesn't really 
have that big of an impact, uh, does it? But back to Bobolinsky for just a minute. I mean, honestly, uh, I, I said this to Spunt, and it's true. I don't know how long he's been at 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 Fox, but other than Fox News and maybe Newsmax, but I, th- I don't know. The mainstream media did not cover that story of all of these candidates that we're talking about, all these candidates, all of these uh, interview deposition uh, targets that we're talking about who are going to go up there and testify. This is the guy that came out on his own before the election and said, you need to understand one of the two men in this election, Joe Biden, I used to work for his son. I've been in meetings with him. He's lying when he tells you he knew nothing about what was going on with the Chinese. He was in on the big, he was in on the calls. Uh, we knew exactly where the money was going. It just This is it's what the guy testified to. Listen. On May 13th, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. This is what he's going to be testifying to behind closed doors. And you know what's going to happen. The Democrats that will be in that hearing will be doing everything they can to tear this guy down. Here's why they're not going to have much success at that. Listen, this was the best part of the whole thing. I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I have made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran. To protect my family name and my business reputation, I need to ensure that the true facts are out there. Yep. That's uh, that's absolutely uh, the truth. And Tony Bobolinsky can't wait to see uh, what comes out of that. That uh, that ought to be a good one today. All right. Going to get to a quick break. We'll be back here in just a minute. Stay tuned. Five. The year over year numbers also hotter. Three point one on headline year over year. We're expecting two point nine, but did make progress versus the rearview mirror, which stands at three point four. Now, if you consider 3.1, we've already been there. We were there in November of last year, and we were at 3.0 in June of last year. All right, so that was uh, CNBC's Rick Santelli, famous here on the Mark Cox Morning Show. Rick Santelli is famous on the Mark Cox Morning Show, and you know why, Carl? I do. For for the soundbite that probably helped start the Tea Party movement all those years ago. That's the current Went spending. Stop Let's cut spending. Taxes and cut stop taxes spending. Stop spending. Stop spending. spending. Stop spending. That's well, what we want. Yeah, that Rick Santelli. So he's on the CNBC this morning, and he's talking about the fact that inflation numbers came out this morning, and it's up 3.1% year over year over, over the month of January last year. So he said it's much hotter than expected. It was supposed to be 2.9% and it is uh three it's 3.1. So so it's hotter than they thought. That this is not fantastic news uh for the economy. Nobody who's grocery shopping didn't already know that. If you shop for your family, you already knew that. But listen to what Joe Biden is selling. Uh go to cut 3 there, Carl, please. 
Growth is strong, wages are rising, inflation is down. In fact, the costs have fallen from a gallon of gas to a gallon of milk. We know prices are still too high because of what I call greedflation and shrinkflation. <laughs> this issue we talked about about these beginning of the year price increases uh, is something uh, that is that drove uh, inflation this time around. Uh, a, a lot of a big increases in medical costs. You had uh, medical care up 0.7, uh, motor vehicle insurance up, up 1.4, hospitals um, up as well. You didn't you didn't get much. Uh, you got a little relief from the used car world. You had food prices up. It was uh, just a lousy month when it came to inflation. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, CNBC analysts this morning uh, talking on their Steve Leesman. Not good news uh, for for us, for any of us, certainly uh, not for the people that are in denial in the in the White House about the whole thing. Did you know today is an election day? Uh, in the state of New York, they're trying to uh, they're trying to replace George Santos. Today is that special election, and it's snowing like hell up there in in New York. They're expecting five inches, six inches of snow. It's already snowing in uh, in New York City, and uh, I don't know how that impacts the outcome of the vote. If they got a bunch of early voting and not many people turn out today, maybe the Democrat wins his seat back. The guy that 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 Santos beat is running for his seat again, uh, but they've got a fantastic Republican candidate up there named Maisie Pillip who's running, and the New York Post and others have endorsed her. She got the Border the border uh, Patrol Agents Union, three big New York Police Department outfits endorsed her. She got a lot of endorsements. It would be a big win if the Republicans could pull that off, but probably the whole stink of the George Santos uh, thing hurts their chances a little bit, I would think. That, that's that been a Democrat district for a long time. When Santos won it, it was a bit of a surprise, um, as I remember. So I just want to mention that. We'll have those results for you uh, tomorrow morning right here on the show. Kim St. Ange will be making her triumphant return from a couple of days with that stomach bug that's been going around. We're glad she's feeling better. She'll be our Valentine. Yes, indeed. It'll be Valentine's Day or Singles Awareness Day, as some people like to say tomorrow, Carl. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that comes from. Comes from either. Brian Kilmeade is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Then Annie and Mark will round out the day. We'll see you tomorrow. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.